I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Gallant Few podcast. Uh, my name's David Tomlinson. I'm going to be your host for tonight. Welcome to everybody on YouTube uh, and um, Facebook and also Twitter. Getting this good right away. Um, I've got two good guests with me tonight, Mason and the other Davey. So I'll let Mason introduce yourself first. Cheers, David. Thanks for that brilliant intro, mate. Um, no, I appreciate it. Uh, good to be on. A uh, lot to get through tonight. I'm a little bit disappointed. We ain't got a sign-in to talk about, though, to be honest. But, um, you know, looking forward to the game at the weekend. Well, we can always hope that people on the chat can put in some comments and uh, we can enter from there. Because, uh, to be honest with you, there's not a lot happened uh, this week. Uh, we were all expecting great things. But uh, it's, up until now, it's not turned out. Uh, or other is uh, the other Davy P. How are you, Davy? I'm good, boys. How are you? Listen, it's uh, I've just saw someone. Here's a wee uh, aside for you. I just saw someone. Dale's on from Los Angeles. He's just tuned in. The last time we played them in the league, Aberdeen in the League Cup semi-final at Hamden, and when Lewis Ferguson spoke the winner, I was in it. I was in Los Angeles and watched the game there at the. I, I can't remember the name of the pub. It's Something very Englishy, but there was a was there the LA True Blues and we lost one nil. It was first thing in the morning. I think we had about a nine o'clock kickoff. It was a, a shite start to the day. I can assure you. But yeah, uh, we ended. I ended up going to the LA Galaxy and Houston Dynamo game in the afternoon, and I'd. I mean, obviously, uh, Latan was was playing for LA Galaxy at the time. And, uh, when the two teams trotted out, we had uh, 
Demarcus Beasley leading the House and Dynamo time, which I didn't quite expect. So we had a wee Rangers connection for the game. But <clears throat> I just thought I'd pop that in because I saw a deal from Los Angeles <clears throat> and Rangers and Aberdeen. It just connected yeah, in Dale, my head. I think Dale's been on virtually every week since we, since we started up. So it's great. So hi, Dale. Hi. LA great, True Blues. Great from to have people from all different sides of the world uh, tuning in. Really great. Okay, let's get on. I don't know about you guys, but I've been sort of a watching every hour, waiting for the big announcement that we've signed somebody. Um, up until now, I've been wasting my time. Uh, what What do you think's going on, Mason? Well, not a lot, David. Not a lot. I um, yeah, just like you, listening to Bill. Um, you know, at, at the weekend, he he was very uh, forward in, and he you know expected to get a couple of players in. Um, we all we all said uh, you know leaving the pod on Sunday night that I think we predicted two or three in uh, this week, so we've completely got that wrong. But yeah, a little bit disappointed to be honest because um, I know these things don't don't you know they do take time, but I think that you know we need to get players in. I think that's clear. Um, I think again you know the names that that we're seeing we, it's, it's all quiet. I do like that as well that nothing's getting leaked. Um, obviously Blackburn. Uh, we're linked to put a bid in for, for Todd uh, Cantwell um, that they've come out and said that wasn't true. So I think I think that there is definitely something in the Cant- Cantwell one because um, I think, you know, all the noise is there. He, he wasn't at training uh, there today. He hasn't been since the, the game Sunday. He was in Barcelona as well, um, you know, start of the week. So for me, I think it, it says that, that that's one that, that could be happening. But um, we might be trying to get players out the door as well, Davey, which wouldn't surprise me with our with our wage bill. So, um, But obviously, that, that won't be as easy. No, that, that's for sure. Well, the, the, the bit of news that I heard uh, about Cantwell transfer was about Norwich. Um, had, had been talking to Blackburn about a £1.5 million transfer fee. Uh, they said they had knocked it back. Uh, Davey, what do you think? Whiteburn obviously came out and said it's a load of rubbish. It's not true. They they wouldn't pay that amount for a player with six months on his contract left. Davey, what, what do you think? If we were going to get him in January, what do you think is a, a reasonable fee that we would be willing to pay? Uh, well, I think the, the, the starting position is, is always the, the extreme position, which is zero. We don't want to pay anything. And uh, and really, once you've actually spoken to the player, and then you kind of get a feel for it. I often feel that the transfer windows is, is for poker players, isn't it? It's for you see who can, you know, bluff who, and you know, with bids coming in from here, and you know, I've had interest from this guy. I mean, it's agents. It's in their interest to prolong the whole issue, with a view that they can, you know, bump up, you know, wage. We can bump up transfer fees for which. They will have a percentage and and salaries for for their clients. So the whole thing for me always ends up kind of teetering. It's almost built into the process that it goes to the wires because unless it's been done, you know, prior to the transfer window, and then when the transfer window is opened, the transfers get announced, or and then there's a lull, and then there's a rush at the end. You know, is 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 the game of musical chairs? You know, once the music. Is coming to an end. Everyone's got to find a wee boat hole. So uh, it's for it's for poker players transfer windows. But certainly in terms of Todd Cantwell, I did have a look at uh, Norwich's team sheet 
you know, for the last game and, and their bench and, and he didn't appear. So I just got to thinking, well, maybe he's uh, maybe that's because he's on his way to Glasgow or even in Glasgow. That, that would be nice. But so, but no news, Dave, you know, so there's a, I'm sure these things will be getting, the poker players will be at the table and see who blinks first, sure. Yeah, the, the other the other news last week was uh, Tom Davies, but uh, from what I've been hearing, that that the chance of that going through is very slim because there was a a player uh, in the team injured, uh, and I've even written it down. Awobi Alex Awobi seemingly get injured at the weekend. Um, what do you think? Do you think? Uh, we should still go after him for the summer, Mason. Uh, I think I think look, if these are the two players that, that Bill wants to get in, um, then he should we should do pre-contract deals first. That should be you know what, what I would expect us to do first. Like we've always sort of done under Wilson and, and even before then, um, and then we you know we try and get a, try and get him in this month. And the only thing is getting um, Tom Davis from from Everton. As you just said there, Davy, um, he he's, was out injured, but he, I think he played in their last game and he has played a few, made a few appearances this season. Um, they've said if they are to sell Davis, they expect to get a fee. And um, so, put a little bit of context of what the, the fee might be. Um, I, I heard today that when we wanted to get John, when we signed a pre contract with John Lundstrom, Sheffield United want £4 million for him in January, even though he was out of contract in, in the summer. Um, Brentford today have put a player on the transfer transfer list that they've, they've bought for two and a half million um, and they want to get a lot more than that. And again, he's not got long on his deal. It's just what Premier League clubs are, are doing because, you know, other Premier League clubs will pay it. But difference is we, we won't go in. We, we, there's no way for me that we're going to go and spend four or five million to go and get Davis and Cantwell in, you know, th- this month. Because, as I said, that, there's, that for us, there's, there's no value in that. I think we'll wait and get them in the summer. But um, I'll be honest with you, Tom Davis is what the Cantwell one. I can, I can understand it, and I'm quite excited by it. I think he's a he's definitely a player that there's, there's got something to prove. And um, as I said, nearly went for you know 30 million 18 months ago. There was you know a lot of big clubs after him. Um, I think he does need a move. But as for Tom Davis, I've never really been impressed with Tom Davis, and I don't you know I don't see him bringing what our midfield needs. But I'd love to be obviously love to be wrong on that one, and and, and Bill will know better than me, of course. Yeah, well, when I was looking up uh, Cantwell today, I, I, I seen that he was actually played in Holland. He played for Fortuna Sittard. And I looked him up a bit there what the fans were saying about him. And he was actually the fans' favourite uh, man of the match for three games in a row. He played 10 games there. And the funny thing is that Fortuna Sittard playing green and yellow as well. So maybe he's a wee bit sick of playing in green and yellow that he wants away from Norwich. But... Um, no, to go on, the, the other one uh, that was talked about was uh, the Korean guy. Uh, I can't remember his first name, but it's Song Chu. So I, I thought probably as uh, Song Song Chu, but um, <laughs> that's that's not. But um, Davy, we're supposed to be beating Cell to get that to get that one. What do you think of that? Well, I did have a wee look and. There were a couple of clubs mentioned. It was Mainz and, and Mans. How they, they pronounce Dave? Mainz or Mans? The German club. Anyway, and and that other lot. So we didn't even appear in in, in, in what was mentioned about uh, whatever his name is, the Korean guy. 
So his name sounds like you know it's like bloody. Well, it's sung, I know it's Sung Chu. I forgot his, his first name. I forgot, but it's Sung Chu. But I believe. But um, as far mm-hmm. as I know, Mains have fell out, and uh, the the Rangers and Celtic were were sitting ready to fight for him. I don't know what, what the truth in that. Obviously, um, from what I read, he's really wanting a move. So he's he's already told the club that he's 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 moving on. So Mason, you get any thoughts on that? Have you read anything that we've? Uh, I've seen. Missed? I've seen the link, Davey. Um, but, you know, we see it quite a lot, don't we? That us and them are linked with the, the same player um, by the media, and it's just most of the time it's just agent uh, talk. But you know, apparently that the Celtic have put you know a, a bid in, and and they've been in talks with with these clubs um, chairman for for most of the week, and we haven't put a bid in. So I think that will tell you, um, you know, for me that that, that we're not. We're not going to be going after that one, um, and and I can only see us really getting another striker if Morelos was to go this month, um, unless you know Cholak's got a uh, you know a, a bad injury, and you know we know what Kamar Roos right. I'd I'd like to us to go and get another one anyway, but we've all said for long enough that um, a centre midfielder or two centre midfielders is the priority. So that's where I expect we'll be looking to uh, strengthen this month instead of another striker. See, the thing is, and we have a player like that, we don't know whether he's a, a World Cup wonder and after that he'll, he'll die away. It's the same with the, with the Dutch goalkeeper. I was on about the Dutch goalkeeper. But, I mean, he came from nowhere as well and we don't know, nobody knows whether he's, he was an actual good goalkeeper or he's just had a bit of luck. But um, the other thing that happened during the week, Davey, which uh, I think I'll, maybe maybe we'll probably, we'll probably bring him into the Aberdeen game as well, but... Um, Alex Lowry playing for the B team, scoring three goals. Yeah. I think it's too Sorry? I, I, think I, was, I was actually surprised he didn't appear even on the bench, you know, the last couple of games, and particularly Sunday, you know, against Dundee United. I was thinking, well, I don't know, is there something we are missing here? Is there something we're not being told about the Alex Lowry story? I mean, because the boys clearly got it in spades, so... But you can see from you know a hat trick for the B team, you know that it's, it's obviously not he's got to step up a level from there. But clearly the boy's got ability, so I think it's it's probably just a Michael Beale decision. It has to be the right time. It has to be in the right frame of mind. Whatever the circum set of circumstances are, that uh, Alex Lowry, Alex Lowry will get his chance, and Alex Lowry will get his chance very soon. No doubt about it. The boys get too much talent. So if he doesn't do it for Rangers, then I, I would be thinking him. He would be he would be looking to move elsewhere. He's, he's got bags of confidence, bags of talent. Time to give him a, a, a wee run in the team, and we, and we find out you know just how how far we can go with him. So just over just, to uh, Michael. Just on that, um, Lowry. You know, I put post up earlier. He's been linked with Ross County on loan today. Uh, don't know how true that is, but if we are bringing in Campwell or someone that can go and play in that position, um, especially if we can get Lawrence and, and Hadji back, I would actually, I actually think alone would make sense for, for Lowry. I, I, I agree with you, Davey, in terms of there's def- there's talent there, but you know, I th- again, I think maybe alone and, and regular game time in, in the league would would be exactly what what Lowry needs because him coming in and out. Um, I think he's no good. I think he needs a run of games. But um, maybe one to watch. Um, if we do get Cantwell in, I would expect Larry, them to look at Larry going out and learn. 
Well, Neil made a really funny statement, really, when he said the players have got to accept him. And that that's a... Is that saying, yeah, the, the players are not wanting to play with them? That's a, a, a very funny statement, I, I find. But um, I, I think we'll, we'll, we'll move on to the Aberdeen game and he'll probably... He's obviously too good for the level he's playing at. I mean, playing against, what is it, he called them the civil ser- servant strollers or something like that. Um, obviously, that's <laughs> far too low a, a, a competition for him. He needs to get either get up to the first team training uh, and playing, uh, at least on the bench, or they need to put him out for a loan. OK, well, let's go on to the the main topic for the I'm going to start speaking Dutch there. Uh, tonight, um, Aberdeen game. General thoughts on it, Mason? Yeah, um, yeah, you know, as I said, our, our record against Aberdeen isn't in cup competition, um, isn't great. I think you said it earlier, David, there was it Aberdeen have won four out of six meetings in the League Cup. Um, our last win against Aberdeen in the League Cup was 2004 when Fernando Rickson scored a, an absolute scream of a free kick, um, which, which, which seems, uh, you know, is a, a really long time ago, but um. Yeah, look, we, you know, big game for Bildis because he's he's done really well so far. But the two cup competitions are are really important for us uh, this season because you know that's where we've got an even kill to go and to go and win them. And you know, getting uh, hopefully we we have that type of season we had when McLeish come in uh, around Christmas time in in 2000 and 2001, 2002 season. Very very similar circumstances as well with injuries and players out of form and he come and. We ended up going to win the double and, and then the treble the season after. So it's so important that I think we, we win this League Cup. It's, it's, a, it's a competition we haven't won in a long time as well. So, um, you know, I expect the players to be up for it. And I'm sure we're going to come on to talk about the, the last game uh, we played against Aberdeen in the League Cup, the, the semi-final and, and how it all went wrong. We've got to make sure that we, we get a win on Sunday and get into the final. Is it a worthwhile competition, Mason? Do you still believe that? Yeah, definitely. I think I think every competition we play in, um, I, I know if if we all had the choice, it wouldn't be the the main one. But I, I've always said I, I know it's different this season because we're we're nine points behind and it makes it a bit different. But getting that first cup, um, you know, we've seen it with the other side. Obviously, that they've done it recently. Is getting that first cup is, is massive for the for the for the rest of the season. And um, look, we're all about winning trophies, and, and this is a trophy that that's not been at Ibrox for far too long. Um, Davy, one day one of our ex players is making his one hundred uh, appearance on, on on Sunday for Aberdeen. Uh, McCrory, Robbie McCrory, um, Ross McCrory. Sorry, what 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 do you, do, do you think of that? Do you think do you think he had a career at Rangers or was he the lower level? I think he's found his level because he just looks, you know, Aberdeen level. So uh, we had great expectations, much as we do with Lowry. So that there's you know these things. There's nothing certain about it. So, but Ross McCrory uh, looked looked a player with Rangers. He had. Some uh, first-team games kind of fell out of things. Uh, I think perhaps at that time, being on the fringes of the team, he would maybe wanted uh, more first-team football, which maybe motivated him to to seek a move. But uh, and, and I think he was pushing in an open door. It was just decided at that time within the club that, yeah, I mean, for you to... Uh, if you're looking to play every week, then it's going to be with somewhere else. And, 
and, and off he went. So since going to Aberdeen, you know, I'm, I'm actually surprised it's been uh, he's actually played a hundred games. So, which kind of uh, probably a testament to the boy's fitness and his durability because it doesn't seem to have been that long that he's been at Aberdeen. So, but clearly they they, they like him. Uh, and, and a couple of occasions, you know, when we've come up against him, he looks okay, but not not a standout by any means. So probably on reflection, it would be a, a correct decision by the club, you know, that Ross McCrory to find uh, first-team football elsewhere. So, But the, I think that the one that we could have maybe hung on to was Greg Doherty that went to Hull because he seems to do quite well down there. And... Uh, both uh, good Rangers men as well. So, but Ross McCrory, no, I, I think we should have taken a. We're gonna swap them for Lewis Ferguson. We're gonna they're going down that road again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a uh, that's uh, the, the 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 big one. He seems to be doing really well in uh, in Italy. Not not good it enough uh, for us Dave. in the SPL. But good enough for teams in Italy. Yeah, just to hark back to the the transfer window, though, the, there's I'm surprised there hasn't been any move, you know, out out the way because I I thought that Michael maybe it's it's dependent and those going out that are depending on how how many come in, but you know, obviously Alfredo and Glenn Kamara are, are now in a position to to do deals, you know, and, and their agents will be no doubt. I know there's been kind of rumours about. But uh, I, I thought that might, if, if there had been a, a pre-contract deal done, then uh, there's there's nothing to be gained by delaying the announcement. Maybe in terms of a a transfer fee and and, and negotiating that. But uh, I'm surprised we haven't heard anything. So I'm wondering if uh, the lack of of ins is is linked to the lack of outs. So I don't I don't know. I'm speculating here. Well, I mean. Bill came out with, a, with a, a, another pretty funny statement during the week, at the end of last week, I can't remember, when he said Matondo had a, a massive um, fall in, in confidence. So uh, it's, it's, it's funny that he, that he says that. I don't, I don't know what, what way that put. Could, is it possible Matondo could go out and loan Mason, do you think? Possibly, Davey. I wouldn't be against it either. Um, but to be fair to, to Matondo, he had a, a really good season in, in Belgium last year. And um, I think when we played the game um, uh, in, the, in the qualifiers, I can't remember the team name, they, they beat us 2-0 out there. Their manager was absolutely raving about him and said how well he was, how well he played last season. And then you remember pre-season. But in pre-season games, you know, the, you know, the pressure's off. And I thought he had a really good game against West Ham. And I think that's where we all thought... We've got a good we want to watch here, but um, again, this comes with part of the, the background and, and and how he is, and this is what Bill's talking about: is can they handle playing at Rangers? I think Matondo has definitely gone into his shell. Um, the support has got on his back, which which doesn't help. But that's just what happens at, at Rangers, and I think Bill will definitely be looking at that, and that's where the Cant Cantwell uh, signing is quite. It will be interesting to see how he handles handles that because he's someone that hasn't. Uh, done, done, you know that well in the last sort of year, eighteen months. But if we can get Matondo out on loan, I think it'd be it'd be a no it'd be a no brainer uh, for me and Scott Wright on a permanent as well. Uh, I think that he's another one that that's in the background there. That, that if we can get anything for, for Scott Wright to to move him on and free up a wage, um, that you know that them them two 
for me are, are two that, that that definitely I'd be looking at um you know getting rid of this this window. Well, funny funny enough, the last time um, Aberdeen beat us in the League Cup was ni- ni- uh, twenty nineteen, and I believe Scott Wright was in the team. And uh, I think you somebody already said that Ferguson scored the winner from a header. Well, Scott Wright was in the team that day, so you get one up Rangers that day. So hopefully he doesn't get in the team and get, get give Aberdeen a, another help during in, in, in Sunday. Um, yeah, Stevie, what do you what do you think the the, the sort of a starting lineup will be in the, at the weekend? Do you think we'll go for the same team that's been sort of a going the last few weeks? Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a million miles away from the team we saw on Sunday. You know, obviously minus uh, big gorgeous Antonio because uh, Alfredo will be slotting back in there, I, I, I suspect. So maybe Kemar Roof, maybe, maybe there's a wee surprise up uh, his sleeve and, and, and put Kemar on. He might, I would think, he would be waiting in uh, the second half to put Kemar Roof on. But it would have been it would have been really good if we'd have been able to get uh, Morelos and Cholak on the same pitch, you know, because I think Beal has mentioned that he, he would not be against that. So... Uh, maybe he could play Morelos and Roof. So, but who, at whose expense? Uh, we will see Kemar Roof at some point on Sunday. There's no doubt about that. But the starting lineup, I would guess, not going to be a million miles away from what we saw at Tanadice. So, with the, the thank goodness the defence seems to have kind of settled a bit in terms of you know team selection. Uh, goalkeeper, I think he'll he would probably stay with McLaughlin. And that's just a, a guess on my part, but I think uh, <clears throat> when you hear Michael Beale speak about the goalkeeping position, and, and uh, he said that it's not a priority for him, but I think it may be more of a priority than, than he is giving it because uh, I, I think if we're undecided and we're just going to flick between McGregor and and McLaughlin, it's almost like a vote of confidence in neither of them. So that which tells you, you know, that you know, we probably need... Well, Rangers have always had decent keepers. You know, you go back to the, the 80s, you know, bloody Chris Woods. Uh, and we've always had a top-notch goalkeeper. And I think in Alan McGregor, we had a top-notch goalkeeper. We probably still is a top-notch goalkeeper, but I think uh, we're just going to the well too often. But I think we we need to address these positions. But I'll, clearly, if Michael Beale thinks that there are other priorities... Then he'll go there first. But so this, the team for Sunday, I mean, I, I think Aberdeen, the, the game up there, there recently against them, and we managed to, you know, pinch it at the end was something a, a bit bizarre. Because this Aberdeen for me are eminently pumpable. You know, I don't know, is that a word? Because but we should be, uh, I'm hoping that the second half performance in, in Sunday, will be carried on to Hamden this Sunday because we are uh, absolutely in control, going at them wave after wave, dominant all the way to the end. We don't do that last 10 minutes, biting your fingernails thing. So I can't I can't expect to see. It would be interesting to see if Adam Devine would, would make a, an appearance, but I, I don't think it's going to be, there's not going to be many surprises. Be Lundstrom. Ryan Jack, <clears throat> Malik Tillman, Ryan Kent, Alfredo Morelos. The back will be Borna, 
and Ben Davis, Connor Goldson, and James Tavernier. The goalkeeper, I'm not so sure about, but I, if you were to press me, I would say that it would be McLaughlin. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You agree with that one, Mason? Yeah, yeah, I think that, that that's the team. And obviously, Sakala uh, out on the right, um, you know, five five goal con- contributions in, in five games for, for fashion. So he's having a, a, a good spell and I think he'll play as well. But yeah, that's the team. And, and I agree with David P about the goalkeeper there as well. I think McLaughlin coming in surprised uh, quite a lot of us uh, for Sunday. Um, and McLaughlin obviously is the cup goalkeeper as well. So I don't expect you know that that to change. I think that that Bill played it quite well, saying it was down to Dundee United and set pieces. But I think he was a little bit more to it. Everything that that was going at our goal uh, with McGregor in the end was was ending up in the net. You know that that was as I said with the amount of goals we conceded against Aberdeen, Gibson, and Celtic, all six shots end up in the net. So um, I think there was a change that the, maybe Bill there was more to it. Uh, but by putting McLaughlin back in. I think I think the way we've been playing the last few weeks, I don't know whether he can talk about somebody being stuck out in the right. I think uh, I think we've been pretty fluid that that you can that you, you when you set a team up, you, you don't really know where they're going to be playing because it changes within a couple of minutes. They might stand there at the beginning of the game, but I think that's one of the the things that Beal has brought in that he's the, the players are not tied down to to use the likes of. Uh, Kent was under under the last regime. He was uh, he was uh, you know you stick out in the left and he was if you if you move a a, a meter from the touchline that, that that's not allowed and no tricks uh, tricks are for the circus for the circus I think was said. So I, I think we've we've been pretty fluid and and uh, the way we play. Um, no, I think I think you I think we're right. I think the big the big discussion is probably the the goalkeeper. Um, and let's hope Lowry gets up onto the bench. I think I think if he doesn't go onto the bench at the weekend, then I think there'll be we can sort of say that he's not really in the, the manager's thoughts and that there, there will be a good chance it'll be going out and loan. But uh no, the last game we played, they thought they had they, they thought they had one way about what was it, two minutes from time or, or even in extra two two minutes it was an extra in extra time. When uh Got Arfield. Arfield. What about Arfield? Arfield, the starting place, any chance of that? No. <clears throat> funny, funny how he's he's, he's he, he does he does his best from the bench. So uh, usually when he comes on, as as 
a starter. He, he, he's not got the same impact on the game. Um, thanks for that quick answer, Dave. That puts the ball right in my court right away. <laughs> no, just, I'll, give, I'll give the question to Dave, but that'll be with me for about five minutes. <laughs> no, just on Arfield, Arfield though. Um, I was no I was, I was really surprised he, he didn't come on against against Celtic a couple of weeks ago. That that was that was that's where Arfield's you know brilliant. His experience coming in for the last twenty minutes, half an hour. I think that's all Scott Arfield should be. At Rangers now, I think that without sounding, um, you know, horrible towards Arfield, he's been a really good servant for us. But I don't see him as he shouldn't be. We should be bringing players that are younger and fitter, um, that that can go and start start games and, and last the ninety. But but Arfield's experience and and, and the knack of, of being in the right place, um, as you said, with the two goals uh, against Aberdeen the last time, he's definitely a player that, that we can use off the bench. But um, wouldn't don't see him getting in that that starting eleven uh, anytime soon. To be honest, no. Well, um, a couple of things happened uh, up in Aberdeen uh, recently. Graham Shinney coming back. Davy, what's your memories of Graham Shinney? Will he add anything to the Aberdeen uh, team? Or, mm. uh, you know what about <laughs> Graham Shinney and Aberdeen? Uh, well, Graham Shinney obviously uh, he's he's one of our tribe. But he is, I mean, he's a good, experienced professional, a, a decent player. Uh, and, you know, there were rumours that uh, he was he was Ibrox bound at one time, but it never actually happened. So he's gone down south. Was it, is it Wigan he was with? Wigan, yeah. yeah. And it, he's now gone back on loan to, to Aberdeen, probably for first-team football. But, uh, no, he's a, Graham Shinn, a good, decent player. Uh, brings lots of experience. I think he'll be a, a decent player for Aberdeen. So uh, I think he would have been a decent player for us in his day. So and and I know that mm, I think he would have he would have walked to Ibrox to sign the contract, but uh, it's never quite happened. But uh, so he ended up down south and now he's back up there. So probably first team football, but certainly a decent player, Graham Shinney. No, I wouldn't have minded. Uh, taking him at one stage, but I, I, them days are gone. No, I, I can't. I, I think you know, going through the Aberdeen squad, a lot of young boys in there, and you can see from the last game at Petodre that you know they they kind of they had a go as early second half and 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 got some some joy. Obviously, the goal at the end of the first half kind of gave them a lift. But Aberdeen are nothing spectacular. I think most of the our problems that night were caused by us uh, and at 95, 97 minutes, you know, and as Mason just said, that Scott Arfield, that's when I think Scott Arfield is probably at his best is when, you know, we're, we're drawing and, and in that game we were losing. When you're looking to get someone from midfield into the box, Scott Arfield's your man. Michael Beale elected not to go with Scott Arfield in the old firm game. We're 2-1 up. So he's probably thinking more about holding out in the 2-1 than, than getting Scott Arfield into the box to uh, recover something. So that may have been the thought processes. Who knows? But certainly in terms of Shinny, yeah, but, uh, I don't think they have a massive squad, Aberdeen. So I think we can pretty much take it that the the team that we faced at Petaudry will be a pretty much a mirror image plus Shinny of what we can expect on Sunday. So... Probably no excuses for us. They don't have any surprises up their sleeve. We can uh, we know what we're walking into, and I think we need to 
take some, learn some lessons from the game at Petodre in terms of, you know, lack of competing in the start of the second half when, when you know, that was just energy, youthful enthusiasm that was bullying us off the ball and, uh, and, and get more energy intensity into it and then match the, the, their level of commitment and we will be okay. Looking forward to it. Yeah, well, so certainly we're looking forward to it. I think the the, the other danger, Mason, that we had the, the, the last game was uh, Lewis Lopez, alias Duke. What do you think? Do we need to take special measures? What do you think? Do you think future Rangers player? Um, I, I was quite. Imp- I've been quite impressed with him, Davey, To be honest, I um, wouldn't go as far as saying future Ranger player just yet. Um, but if you, you're saying that, I think they paid four hundred grand for him. Uh, Aberdeen, which obviously for them is quite a big, big, big fee, but we paid you know nearly three million for Matondo. Uh, I think they've definitely gone and got the the better winger. Um, but um, he, he looked dangerous in the game at Petodri. Sort of died out of the game towards the end, um, which 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 happens when we play against other teams in in our league. They you know do die out. But I think he's definitely one to watch, and he is their danger man. If I was to pick anyone out that Aberdeen. Uh, you know, starting eleven, uh, he would be the, the one to look at, and um, I thought he'd give Tavernier, you know, a, a lot of problems to the game there. But um, yeah, a, a lot of the support have been pretty impressed with him. So maybe he's uh, another Aluko, um, you know, the last um, winger we got from from well, except from Scott Wright, put, put it that way. But um, he, he, he definitely one to watch um, on Sunday. Yeah, well, I think we've got to watch. Uh, uh, he gets to take a free kick outside the ball. I think that's about the one thing when you're playing against Aberdeen as well. Teams like Aberdeen, I mean, I think all the teams are the same, Motherwell and all the teams. You've got to watch fouling them just outside the box because that's what they live off against teams like Rangers, Celtic. That they get a chance to get a free kick just outside the box or or get the ball into high into the area. I mean that that's what that's what they're going for. Although I must admit that that guy Duke, he doesn't. Uh, he, he's a good all-round player. It's not just high balls he goes for. He's he's really a good player. He's, and although he looks quite heavy as well, a bit, a bit a wee bit like Morelos really. He he done some amount of running in the last game against us. The other person that I thought was good was uh, was their goalkeeper. I thought their their goalkeeper had a great game up until his blunder with with the Arfield goal. I thought, I thought he was really good because he made a good few saves, saves before that. Yeah. Um, the, the, the one I wanted to give you, Davey, was that the Aberdeen captain came out and said during the week, uh, Anthony Stewart, I think he's called, um, Cholak is a better player than Morelos. Give us it, Dave. What do you think about that one? Mm, I don't care what they think, Dave. Because, uh, you know, they, they, what, what is, what's that worth is? You know what the Aberdeen captain says? <laughs> you know, I, I'm just trying to think of an indifference expression that I could give you here. Because who, so what? Uh, I mean, I, I think uh, Rangers are better than Aberdeen. So there's, there's my counter to it. doesn't matter what they think. The, the, it's, it's more about uh, doing the talking on the pitch. So they're not going to find out about Cholak on Sunday anyway. So, but maybe that that's just you know they spit spit these stuff out. They think it's uh, their opinion's not worth that much to me, to be honest. So it's, it's, I'm more interested. And Rangers, it's Michael Beale's opinion that's of our players that's that interests me, uh, and, and our opinions, not really the the Aberdeen captain. I could not give a one iota. 
<laughs> strange though, isn't it? Strange, strange comment. I I, I see that um, today yeah. um, to, for their for their captain to comment on who he'd rather play up against than who he thinks the better player. I think it's just all a bit not showing much, uh, you know, being media savvy there. Um, but hopefully, if anything, you'd like to think that clip's shown to Morelos and, and we get a re reaction from him um, and he, he scores. Um, and hopefully he, he gets up for it because I think, as you say, Cholak, with his injury, he won't be playing anyway. That's probably what it's designed to do, Mason, is, is just, you know, throw just a, what he would think is, you know, I'll throw a hand grenade out there so that when Alfredo gets to the tunnel, you know, on Sunday at four o'clock, that he's, oh, he'll be looking out for me and, you know, do something stupid that will cause strangers. It's, it's amateur dramatics, really. Yeah, it's a strange comment. Yeah, I think it's just just trying to wind uh, Morelos up. I don't, I don't think it'll change Bill's mind who he's going to, going to play anyway, even if Cholak was fit. Is it definite that Cholak's out then? Is that, is that been... It's not. It's not been confirmed yet. So, um, but I just think the way the second half went uh, at Tanadice on Sunday, and the way that we kind of got more out of, uh, there was more space in behind him with Meredos. And I, I, you, I've said it on here many times. I'm not his, his biggest biggest fan, but um, he did make a, a big difference in terms of just moving them around. And, and I think that's what we'll go with again on on Sunday. Yeah, I think uh, I think one thing we've got to do is. is now, try and what we do in the second 45 minutes, try and start with that, uh, because that's one of the big things that, that, that's, that our, our starts have been really terrible this season. And more often than not, we're a goal behind before before we even uh, start playing, really. Um, I've, I've really uh, I've really lost the place and what, what, I've not really a lot to cover more anyway. I think we've had Aberdeen, we've had... Uh, <laughs> The, 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 all the signings, just just um, like a, lack of, a lack of signings, <laughs> yeah. lack of signings. That's been a been a real real killer, isn't it? Um, with the, the lack of signings this week. But I did get a, a, a comment from from Curry about Cantwell the last time he he had a game, um, and and I don't think he's he's actually started a game since November. So uh, that was something that I, I looked at uh, yesterday. Um, so. As said we 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 want a player to come in and hit the ground running, but but Todd Campbell might it might again take a little bit more time with, with that one, which you know we, we're great at being patient with players, aren't we? Yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully, and we might even get hit with a curveball that, that the player comes in that, that nobody ever uh, has ever heard of or or not expecting. I know uh, what was it the Celtic McAvaney was it said that Rangers. Right away, the Rangers won't be signing anybody this this window, so maybe he be, he'll be proven right. Although I think it would be be pretty strange. And the one thing you 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 were talking about Matondo um, had a good season in Belgium, but it's really funny that uh, he was bought for eleven million and then sold for three million not so long after it. So I want to maybe said in that as well. I think um, this. Uh... At the end of the transfer window, though, there's going to be uh, the jury, or some of the will be returning on Ross Wilson because Ross Wilson clearly from the AGM, you saw that you know a couple of people had a pop at him, uh, rightly so, I would say. But at the end of this transfer window, he's going to have his report card had better be a good one because uh, he's running out of lives. 
Ross Wilson in, in terms of his performance in, in our recruitment. So I think this is he will be bursting his arse at the moment to 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 get players out and other players in. So to to do deals because if we get to the transfer end of this transfer window and it's not looking good, then I, I think Ross is there uh, will be under even more pressure but to the point where you uh, you can't. I think a large element of the range of supporters who normally, I mean, even in, in, in my time, we, we wouldn't know who, who would be the chief negotiator in terms of transfers. But now that position has become a thing. I think uh, his name is now known among the range of support and, and the accountability for the signings that we've made so far, you know, in, in the last what, three, four transfer windows. And the, the next two or three transfer windows so important, you know, to, to get us back in the rails. Ross Wilson had better not, you know, make an answer to this one because uh, I think the vultures are circling, as they say. Yeah, sorry, David, to, to jump in there. Um, I, I agree. And all you've got to do is watch that AGM bat and see the tension there was at Ross Wilson and the reaction. Um, that, that it got from, you know, the rest of the room. Um, and you know what? We just had a, a really good uh, question here from, from Curry. And he and he's saying that, do you think that the bill's gone in and changed the plans? And I think that's a really good point because I, I do think that Wilson would have had his own plans for January. And I do hope that, that Bill's come in and said, no, we're, we're not doing any loans like we did last year because they just didn't work. We, we need to start building towards the summer, which all of the support have been saying for, for such a long time. So that's what I'm hoping anyway. And, and the clip it's we've heard from Bill, I think I think he's more or less said exactly that, to be honest. Yeah, I really hope that, you know, Michael Beale has come in and changed the plans and, and, you know, put his stamp on it. Michael Beale should have the final say in all of this. You know, so he's just the, the buttons and switches man in terms of these negotiations. So, but ultimately the, the team and, and, you know, the man who's going to be judged on the performance of the team will be Michael Beale. So why he would rely on Ross Wilson to make decisions for him would just be beyond me because having looked at the, you know, his recent track record, uh, you would be, or you would be certainly be concerned. Well, I mean, Beale did say um, that he'll be, that nobody will be coming in the door that he hasn't given, he's, he's okay to. So, I think I think that he Bill's answered that one himself. The one that just sprung into my head as well was uh, Hellander to Malmo. Um, the, we know the, the the Swedish season starts in April, I think. So any team that takes him now, if, if, if he's fit, the talk was that he might be getting fit in February. I, I don't really get that, but uh, because I, I think I think he's probably still walking about in crutches. But um, the, the the talk was that Malmo were interested in uh, in taking him and getting him fit and for the start of the season. I mean, he would certainly be a great player for Almo uh, for Almo for Malmo if he could get fit. Uh, what's your thoughts on that, Mason? I'd love us to get rid of uh, Hollander uh, now, David. To be honest, the free as I said, I've said it many a time about our wage bill, and I don't see Hollander playing. Um, a lot of games. I, I don't see him playing again for us, to be honest. Um, when Bill talks about um, 
the, the defence. He mentions John Suter quite a lot, Leon King. There, there's been no mention of Halanda. And when he was asked about Halanda, he said that he'll hopefully get fit and end up having a good career. He didn't say it will be at Rangers. So um, if if we can do any kind of deal to get him off the wage bill as soon as possible, um, that that would that would be ideal. I think I think he's always said um, that, that he wants to go back. To, to Malmo and go back go back to Sweden. That, that's something that he, he's always said. So it, it, it makes sense. But um, Malmo are going to obviously want to do it cheap with him being out, um, being injured and, and out of contract in the summer. But but that suits us. I think if we can just get him and, and and a couple of others that are just not contributing at all off the wage bill, then it then it will be um, then it's an absolute no brainer. And, and just just Curry's asked another question there. We signed a, a an eighteen year old from from Chelsea. Um, for six, I think it's only a six months contract, but um, he just asked if I've heard or, or, or know anything about him. I did ask a couple of my, you know, the, the boys down here that are Chelsea fans, he's a bit unknown. Apparently, a lot of talent, but had a lot of injuries, which will surprise a lot of us. Uh, we don't do medicals, do we? But um, no, that, that's the reason he's coming to for, the, for six months. It's basically like a sort of six month trial, and hopefully, you know, we, we can get another Bassi there. He, he can get his injuries behind him. He, he does definitely look like a unit, and um. You know, they're the type of signings that I can understand why we've, we've took the gamble to, to have a look at the boy. Well, we didn't name a hospital after Ross Wilson for nothing, I suppose. <laughs> so, but um, no, I think it would be better for everybody, better for Hellander if, if we could get away, um, better for obviously Malmo. It would be a good move for them if they could get him fit. And obviously, Rangers would get him off the wage bill. So that would, that would be a big help for us. I mean, if, if you think. The, the players we've got sitting up in the stand pulling a wage that aren't playing anything. It's really, really quite uh, bad. There's so much, so, much play, so much money sitting up in the stand doing nothing. It's unfortunate. But, um, yeah, I, I can't really think of anything else to bring in, guys. I think, I think I've brought, tried to stretch it out long enough. I think this will be one of the shortest shows we've ever done. <laughs> but uh, there, there's just not a, an awful lot happening to... To, to be oh and there was one the the, the one thing the, the boy that was at Falk, Falkirk uh, I think it's other the Colombian boy is it I like he's what? been yeah yeah he's he's been brought back to Rangers he's they're, they're bringing him back I don't know why they're bringing him back in because I don't think Falkirk wanted rid of him so maybe maybe they see a, a place for him somewhere in the future so but that's it but um mm-hmm. unless you unless you two have got anything else to say I'll say Mason. I'm going to tie up because... One other thing is going to impact uh, the pressure to sign additional players will be the return, you know, of Tom Lawrence and Hadji. Because, you know, I think if we can get those guys back in the end of January, early February, you know, that would be almost as good as a couple of signings, new signings, because, you know, Tom Lawrence, what, made seven or eight appearances prior to him and and you know, looked, you know, a goal scoring midfield threat and Hadji, as you know, I think he may take a wee while to kind of settle back down, but Hadji's got the quality, you know, as we same as we, we spoke about with Lowry, you know, he's got the kind of Hollywood ball in him. He can do it's, it's no pace, but it's just plenty. He's just got football coming out of his bloody fingers. Uh, <clears throat> so that I think that the the success of the transfer window. You know, might be uh, I don't know, made less important if we can get Tom Lawrence and Hadji back because uh, they they would make a they would make a big contribution. 
But uh, <clears throat> as Mason's right, you know, the, the summer's going to be a, between this transfer window, probably more importantly the summer, you know, for a, a real assault on things next season in terms of actually making an impression in the Champions League while qualifying firstly and uh, and, and having a, a better fist of it than we made this season, which was a fucking disaster. Uh, and, and obviously looking to get our title back. So I think uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Yanis Hadji because uh, he's a player. But but on but on Hadji, David, I agree. I think it will make a big difference. I, oh, I'm not his biggest fan. I've always said that. But I think in terms of when I look at our bench, he does he does bring a lot. Um, that, that obviously what we haven't got. But I think that we've got to be re- realistic with Hadji as well and Lawrence. Um, I know I know Lawrence's injury isn't as bad as as Hadji's, but I think we're going to have to be, you know, it's going to be a while before we see them two, um, you know, strutting their stuff properly um, because I think that their injuries are, are for, you know, so, so long term. So, as you said, though, it's really important that, that, that Bill doesn't think, right, I'm getting them two back and, and everything's going to be okay because, as, as we've always said, the squad needs help and, and, and I'm hoping there's, there's a couple of players in the pipeline, uh, if not before <clears throat> after it. The return of those two, Mason, obviously comes with it, with a, an amount of risk, but so does uh, Todd Cantwell and so yes. does Tom Davis. Absolutely. Actually, did you see the wee snippet of Tom Davis on the Everton bench doing the rocks, paper, scissors game? Yeah. As, as Everton are put a sub on, you know, and and, and it's showing you the, the bench behind. And he's on the bench for Everton, not even interested in the game. He's, he's playing rock, paper, scissors with, with one of the other subs. You know, like that, right? He looks a perfect playmate for Alfredo Morelos. That was exactly what I thought. <laughs> Him and Alfredo have a ball together. I, I think if I think if and to be realistic, I think the Hadji and well Lawrence, he he's not been out that long, but I believe he he's he's had a, a, a bit fallback, isn't he? And I, I I believe and he he won't be back in the next few weeks either. Um Hadji's just round the corner, he's out training um, on the, the grass again and actually playing football again. But I think realistically, uh, before they have any impact on the on the game on the squad, uh, I think it'll be next season because I don't. It'll take them a, it'll, to get really up to match fitness. It'll take them about another four or five weeks once they start playing, and uh, I don't. I, I just don't. Just don't see them them uh, being much of a. I'd probably probably sitting on the bench quite a lot this this season, getting an odd twenty minutes, thirty minutes. I don't see them really making the making the the the, the first team pick. Um, Mason, what do you think uh, for Sunday? A result. Sunday, I I think we'll. I'm hoping, David, that we start the way we finished. Um, I think it's been each game's been getting. Uh, I've seen it for, for longer, um, but I, I expect us to go out there Sunday and, and win and win comfortably. To be honest, and uh, and and I think that I think the, the the signs, you know, of new signings, I think should give everyone a little bit of a kick up the arse as well, which I'm hoping is going to happen. So I think we'll go and win. I'm going to go three nil, three nil Rangers. Okay, three nil Rangers. That's quite a quite a score when when we we struggled against them about two weeks ago. Obviously, it's a different different venue now. It's at Hamden. Hamden's really 
really, well, it used to be, I'm, I'm not, it used to be a really large park, so it always suited Rangers to go to Hamden because of the, the park was so big. Um, Davey, what do you think? Do you think, uh, do you think it'll be the, 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 the trouble and strife that we had two weeks ago, or will it be a, a, a bit easier due to being at Hamden? I believe Aberdeen are not taking an awful lot of supporters with them, so I, I, we should have a far bigger support than them this time anyway there. Will that make a difference? Yeah, I I, I suspect that Rangers, I'm going to go with the same score as, as Mason, 3-0. And I think the game that at Pataudry, when we uh, scored in 95 minutes and 97 minutes, really crushed them, I think, because... Uh, they they really thought they'd they'd got there, you know, and they'd, they'd got the victory. And pr- would you say they deserved it? Mm, maybe not. Maybe a draw was so they, uh, they they that was a real sore one for them. So I think with a few week, a few more weeks down the line, you know, with Michael Beal, uh, I think we will be a f- just too hot for them, just too big a task. I I I would expect Rangers to. Uh, Go on the front foot from the outset, comfortable 3 0 win. Alfredo won the score sheet. There you go. And no, and no Cholak. I, well, <laughs> I don't think, I, I think Cholak will, will not feature on Sunday. I think if it will be Alfredo Morelos, and, and if he's looking for an alternative, then uh, we came our roof. I'm looking forward to seeing Roof get a run in the team because, again, you know, someone who bags a talent. You know, really good, really good football player. If nothing else, you know, he's not the paciest guy, but he's very clever. And I think if we could keep Kemar Roof fit, he—I mean, even from this point, he'll be in double figures and goal for goals by, by the end of the season. I really like Kemar Roof. I just don't like his track record in terms of injuries, which is horrific. But when he's actually on, he—he he looks a player. So the roof is on fire. Yes. Let's let's hope he uh, lights the flame on Sunday. Let's hope he ain't got injured this week. Anyway. <laughs> but, I yeah. Mean, is that now got a full weekend when he's not been on that treatment table? Hopefully. I mean, see when you the, the, the something that's just come into my head. If, if you look at the bench. And some one of the I seen one of the comments earlier on about about the bench. If you look at our bench a couple of weeks ago, you look at the bench and, and the other team must look at the bench and think, Oh, there's nobody on there. If once once if we can keep their first team uh first pick squad uh, at ease, then then there's, there's nobody to bring on. But once you get uh, a few of the big names back, then then the, the bench will start to look different and then it'll be one player goes off. Say the lights, um, uh, Tillman goes off, and you had you sitting there. Then the other teams start thinking, God, they're taking one player off and they're bringing a, just as good a player on, and that's just what we've not got at the moment. We've just got you, I mean, we all said the other day the other, when, when Wright came on, what the hell's he doing coming on? Why is he bringing him on? And that that's it's, it's not a good way to be. Um, but uh, yeah, what did the score? I, I'm I. I I'm not going to go as confident as you guys. I'm I'm going to I'm going to go for just a two 0 because uh, mm. uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the one that goes overboard and uh, 
and and has a big score, but yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't see it being bigger, bigger than three 0 and uh, I think Aberdeen are, will be too defensive for that. I don't, I don't see Aberdeen. They come out and had as a go in this, the second half, Pataudry. Not so much the first half, but the second half they come out and had a go at us. But um, I think, I think we'll control the game, and uh, I, 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 I think it'll be two 0 I think they'll be sitting in defence most, most of the time. I don't think they'll do it with either on the Ibrooks. When uh, when they come out gung ho and uh, we whipped them four nil uh, four one sorry, uh, I don't think they'll do that. But no, they're anyway, not going to do that. They were no, they made Rangers look like Barcelona that night. I think you know we we came out of that game and we were saying oh we played well there. I says well I think Aberdeen were the the main component of us playing well because they uh, totally fucked that up. Yeah, they'll not do that again. <laughs> well, I think Goodman's already said that. I mean, he's under a lot of pressure as well up at Aberdeen. I think, if, well, mm-hmm. the the one last week, which was uh, which was a godsend for him, I think, because I think if they'd have lost another one and and then lose to us, um, I think he would really be under pressure. So, yeah. anyway, right, um, mm-hmm. the, the the other one, I think, I was our podcast is now famous on the follow. What does he call it? Follow Kerry Dale. Yeah. Yeah, we were we're famous on that. So uh, here's to all the guys that are going to pick us up and follow Follow Meltdown next week. I hope you's uh, I hope you get tanked by Kilmarnock. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Lafferty, there's another thing. Lafferty coming back. I seen a lot of, a lot of uh, not very nice things said about Lafferty coming back that he shouldn't be getting back and Anyway, I'll leave that to them, their their podcast. Um, I'm going to close down. Thanks for listening to everybody. Tomorrow you can get us on YouTube. You can get us on all the other surfaces where you you get from uh, from Apple and from uh, Spotify, all the things. And I, I just wish you further a good night. And we are the people.